PA Turnpod is brought to you free by Anchor.fm. On today's episode, we'll get to your mailbag questions, NFL news and notes, Sixers weekly recap and outlook, week nine NFL picks, and our top five plus bottom three of the 2021-2022 NBA City Edition jerseys. But first, a word about our sponsor, Anchor. Hello, everybody, and welcome. It's episode number Sweet 16 for the PA Turnpod. Who knew we'd make it this far? Um, yeah. I'm Rob, joined as always by Joel. Joel, how are you doing tonight? Doing well, sir. Doing well. It is Sweet 16. We didn't stop at 10 or 14. We're at 16. How we almost it? thought it was episode 15 again. Yeah, right before episode, I'm like, what? Didn't love yeah. it. Yeah. But we had to cut the cake. We got a special performance ready. We got a trampoline. For our sweet 16. So you had a better one. My rhyming was 16 in podcasting, but <laughs> nonetheless, <laughs> alas, here we are. How are you doing? I was going to I was gonna rhyme 16 with double fisting, which was probably not a good idea. Yeah, especially uh, if we have family members or friends listening for the first time. <laughs> Welcome to episode 16 when we double fist. Uh, they skipped this part <laughs> anyway. How are you doing Listen, today, sir? I'm doing all right. Um, well, now that was a big sad, day, man. Yeah, it's a big day. You know, yeah, it's a big day. Big day. Oh, you remember the, the family? Oh, we uh, we got a new puppy today. Hey, uh, did we stop at one? We did not. Um, <laughs> are you stopping? Got at a two? nice, uh, probably. So, we have a cavalier named Benny, as you've all heard in previous episodes, barking in the background at just innocent uh walkers by. He's the dog in the Instagram photos from time to time. He's on the latest <laughs> one, episode 15, I believe. <laughs> Yeah, well, we just um, we just brought home um, our new baby Hazel, who is a cavapoo, beautiful brown color, and I'm it is. really excited to sleep with her. So, you you want to cut that? Really excited to sleep next to her in the bed because uh, our dogs are spoiled and they're going to be sleeping next to us. I think uh, one, if not both of you, will be on the edge of the bed, but they're small dogs, so it's not like a, a yeah, giant dog. They they're assertive, dude. They, they get. You would think spot. they're, yeah. You would think they're fifty pounds. Although the way I keep feeding Benny treats, he's gonna be fifty pounds by Christmas. <laughs> How's your day? Uh, pretty long. I mean, not gonna lie. Car issues again. They strike yeah. again. So that was my day. But alas, here I am, ready to go and podcast, baby. Let's and do it. We have mailbag for oh, them. Thank God. Four of them, dude. These did not get thrown in the river. We got mailbag questions for <laughs> once. That was funny. Um, so that, you have acquired all four of the mailbag questions. I went completely dry. On my Instagram. <laughs> I'm like Ben Simmons in the fourth quarter of the Hawks series. I got nothing on my side. <laughs> uh, not even one point. This is crazy. Yeah, here. Pathetic. What do you got? All right. First question, which is pretty good. I'm not going to lie. This is a little old, but sure. It's from Michael. It says, okay. do you think Dame will be more willing to come to Philly after being shown the brotherly love? Um, I say that because uh, originally he didn't want to come, maybe thought of Brooklyn, but in an interview he said, they showed me the love when asked about it. But would you guys take him now after seeing the performance of the Sixers going 4-0 so far? It's a good question. It is a real good um, question. Thank you, Michael. So- 
So that sounds like a two-parter. I'll, I'll kind of, I'll go quickly for both. I, I, I would imagine he's, I, I think I touched on this last episode. He might be a little bit more likely um, if the time comes um, and they decide, Hey, look, we're going to move on from Lillard here in Portland. Maybe he will have that in the back of his mind that the fans really wanted him so badly. I think it's maybe like a 5% difference than before, but I guess whatever helps. Uh, the second portion is do the Sixers, do, or do we still want him on the Sixers? Absolutely. Because um, I don't want to call this fool's gold necessarily, but they're still yeah. lacking that one thing that they need. Well, two things really. And we'll get to one of them in a, in a little bit, but they're they're missing a closer, which we talked about last episode. And they're still, it, it's been five years in the making. They're still missing a perimeter creator to get his own shot. You know, when there's 10 seconds left on the shot clock, they give the ball to somebody and that person can get a decent shot. Uh, what do you think? Um, I would love, obviously, for Dame here. We need a superstar. I mean, it's another superstar, a closer possibly. Uh, someone who's hungry for a ring. Someone that you know you can guarantee some shots. But do I want to give up the farm for Dame Lillard? Because I like all the players so far, how they're playing. Uh, you're a big fan of Niang, I believe. Love that guy. So imagine him in a trade with Thibel to get Dame. Like That would be heartbreaking. And uh, Seth Curry has been, I mean, I don't want to jump ahead, but Seth Curry has been pretty good so thus far, especially in these last four games. Um, but yeah, I would like to Dame here, but for a, the right price. Because, for sure. But As I'm always. happy, I'm good if he doesn't come, because so far this team looks pretty freaking good. And we'll yeah. see what happens when they go to Chicago and they can repeat what they did when Chicago came here. If they can do that, then I'm like, all right, I'll step back. Yeah. Um, question number two from Kyle. This is a this is a funny one because uh, I think we mentioned it uh, as our comeback player of the year in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. Is Clay Thompson a safe overbet for anything to bet on, especially on his on? Game one, so I presume his first game back, he would probably be starting. Maybe, hopefully. I don't like, even know. I, yeah. So, like, I guess he's saying, I don't know, fourteen and a half points. Do you smash the over? Three points. You do five and a half. Do you smash the over? Is it a safe bet? Because he's gonna go off. So I think most likely. This is a complicated one because sometimes when guys come back from injury, especially when you're out as long as he's been out, you're on a minutes restriction. Mm-hmm. And that team looks pretty good right now. The Warriors, albeit Otto Porter is a corpse. And <laughs> I question if James Wiseman's any good, but Draymond has been good this season. And I like Wiggins' fit there. And, and set, uh, the uh, the wow. the worst, Curry, uh, Steph Curry, um, he's been really good, of course. I would probably smash the over for first quarter points because it'll probably be like seven and a half. But I would probably take the under for a full game just because of this restriction. And I don't know how involved he will be in the offensive game plan, like how many plays and sets are going to run to get him the ball. I think it'll be more about just like get it, take whatever you can. I don't know. How do you, how do you kind of view it? Um, originally when I saw this question, I was like, hell yeah. But now after you talked some sense into it, minute restrictions <laughs> and getting his legs under him, because one thing to do is practice and do, you know, what you call it, practice sessions and whatnot. But mm-hmm. one thing to be live game, you know, so your legs will be got to get under you. I think it will smash the over on threes, if anything. What I would do is hammer his under for rebounds. For sure. Um, 
most three-point shooting corner three defensive, like decently defensive shooting guards that are not very physical. If they're over-unders above three and a half, I'd probably take the under. Danny Green's a perfect example of this. My cousin turned my turned my attention to this a few years ago in the finals. Yeah. Anytime Danny Green's number was above three and a half, you just smash the under. <laughs> and to this day, I mean, unless it's day. air balls, you just take every under for him. I wish there was like, maybe Barstool might have it, but I wish there was like an app, uh, betting app that would say over under air balls for a certain player that you see guarantee. <laughs> Like I would take that. I would smash the over. Like DeAndre Jordan free throws or something. Redacted free throws. Redacted free throws. He's got, well, he's got to put the Giannis, ball on the floor to get to the line. Giannis, over under, will he hit the the free throw violation shot clock thing? They should have over unders for Dwight Howard fouls. Because if they set that at three and a half, it would have to be even money on both sides. Screw that. They should have over under on Russell Westbrook getting a quadruple double. Yeah, or or Dwight Howard technical fouls, <laughs> or over under how many uh, times Anthony Davis plays the fifth starts at the five. But he did it the other night. Finally, exactly. He was. Yeah, I would hit the under. and I would have lost. Yeah, they went to a traditional lineup the other night. DeAndre Jordan played the five. DeAndre Jordan's on. Well he, well, he was on my fantasy team. He got me less than a point, and they lost to OKC. They've lost to the Thunder twice this year, haven't they? The Lakers or deny that. I'm they almost positive I heard one. that on the radio. They lost game one for sure. The first game that was, was who was that? The Warriors. Yeah, Warriors. Yeah. And Lakers. I I took the Warriors that night. Lakers look like they're sleepwalking right now. Hey, the Thunder, they're for real. My dark horse. Thunder's fun. Um, SGA. That's it. Just him. Um, question number three. Uh, who? Uh, this is from Chris. Okay. Who is and who owns the Dalmatian dog? I presume this is from the Instagram photos that we post. <laughs> <laughs> because we see Benny's head. So I think this is for you. <laughs> who owns and who is the Dalmatian dog? Because so the, um, Benny is Benny. And then you and I are us. So much. <laughs> what a fire helmet. So the fire helmet dog is um is not so fireman Joe is actually one of my good friends named Joe and he's a firefighter. Uh, um, he he I think his Instagram is technically still active, but he doesn't use it. So because he doesn't have an Instagram, I don't want to tag him on the posts. And he's a fireman, so anytime I reference him on the stories, I just put the little caricature of the firefighter dog, and that's him. <laughs> um. It's kind of like when you're um, when you like blur out somebody's face on TV and it's just a big black silhouette instead of a black silhouette. It's just a firefighter dog. Yeah, the black, I, like I don't the- know who owns the dog, but it it's just a picture <laughs> I found on Google and I went on Pixar and I edited it. So it's not so it's not one of our dogs. No, it's just a stock photo, and that dog is actually a representation of Fireman Joe. It's actually that that is Fireman. Yeah. That is oh that is actually oh oh he has my yeah, fault. he he I assumed, barks, I, yeah. I assumed that he was a human that was my fault that was me yeah. don't cancel that, me. That, I assumed why do you uh, think we get along so well man's <laughs> best friend he um he has a different iOS that uh, allows for the cadence of his barks <laughs> to translate to words so we're able to text each other and send each other TikToks he's far ahead of Meta than I will ever be look at this guy yeah. <laughs> 
That's right. a good question. <laughs> that was a great question. Uh, I should have been the last one because uh, number four, the last one by Jacob. It's a two-part question, and they have it one for you and one for me. Ooh. So I'll go. Uh, I'll ask you the question. Okay. You, you don't have them, so. Rob, Saturday is UFC 268. <laughs> do you think... <laughs> Do you think Kamara Usman will finally shut Colby Covington up again? And are you excited for Rose versus Zhang too? Uh, no, and I think Usman will knock him out because somebody said it on the radio this morning. Great answer. Yeah, Great so answer. Uh, I don't know who Jalen Rose is fighting, but I don't, I'm don't. i not really interested in watching that. But I, I do know Kamara Usman is like an animal, and I know who Col- Colby Covington is, so I, I've actually watched them fight before. I think Usman knocks him out. Uh, it's Rose Namajunas, not Jalen Rose, and Who? not Derek Rose either. Rose Namajunas, a strawweight Bless champion. You. Strawweight, one hundred fifteen pound women. Oh, jeez, I'd be the shit of them. I doubt it. This one's a straight savage. I might be over the weight class anyway. At this point, I've been in a relationship very long. <laughs> um, the second question to me. I'm praying God. this is a hockey question. <laughs> How'd you know? Oh, really? It says, Joel, how do you feel about the Sabres trading Jack Eichel <laughs> and a third-round pick to the Golden Knights for two players, a top-ten protected first-round pick Holy crap. in 2022 draft? and a, Well, there's a hockey person, I guess, Jacob. I, I didn't realize it was that big of a trade. Okay, it says it's a mahoosive. He made it in big caps. Mahoosive blockbuster deal. Oh what my I god, think? dude! I mother. Breaking Remember, news. I told you I had two Golden Knights jerseys, and one of the guys had already been traded. <laughs> the second one has been traded. <laughs> <laughs> so it was Jack Eichel. Oh, it's Jack Eichel. Yeah, Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel in exchange for Alex Tuck, who is hanging in my closet right now. <laughs> Peyton Krebs and two conditional picks. The I jersey. knew he got traded. The jersey, yeah, not him. Not him. Not Aaron Hernandez. Um, <laughs> I knew the trade went down. I didn't realize what the return was. And now I'm really upset because I love Alex Tuck. Oh, my God. Yo, did you say Aaron Hernandez? Huh? Did you say Aaron Hernandez? It's a Friday episode. <laughs> um, well, how do you answer, feel about the trade? I'm living now. I'm, I, I thought it was a great deal for both uh, squads. I think Eichel probably had some issues with Sabres. He got out to win-win, but now I'm livid because my co-host just has two jerseys of Golden Knights that have no players on them on that team. I have no, I have no hockey jerseys left of players that are still on the same team that they're on the jersey of. You are a collector of people, so if there's a Wentz jersey still at Burlington Co. Factor, you would get that because he's not on. The I already team. have one, so I don't need it. But I'm saying, if you needed one, you would oh, get I one. wouldn't. I probably wouldn't. <laughs> I bet you, if you went through my closet right now. Unless you're going to count the college jerseys, which I think is unfair. Most of the jerseys in there are players that are no, no longer on the team that they're representing. Aren't the college jerseys just like a, a Velcro strap on the name? <laughs> all that matters is the number. They just replace it. True, yeah. They don't get paid. But I mean, off the top of my head, I have a Travis Fulgham in there. Jesus. I have a, a Wentz. Jesus. I have an Antonio Brown Raiders jersey. <laughs> I have a Le'Veon Bell Jets jersey. I have two Robbie Anderson Jets jerseys. Uh, I have a T.O. Bengals jersey. It, it's bad. I forgot it was in the Bengals. 
Yeah, me too. But yeah, uh, I'm livid about the hockey trade. Livid, just livid. The Golden Jack Knights Eichel's are like my a, favorite uh, player of all time. Yeah, Jack yep. Eichel. Who? I, I mean, that's was, a great uh, trade for the Knights, but I wish he was a flaming sea and a Canuck. <laughs> if that's one of them. Oh, we gotta go back. To, we gotta finish that. <laughs> now that my mom's listening to the podcast, she would love the hockey anal- like analysis. Maybe if I have a Brickell on and y'all can like a perfect. Y'all can just we can critique logos and critique logos. I'm like, huh? But yeah, the Flaming Center Canuck. I would have loved him to be on that, but I'll go tonight. Not bad. Well, do you watch? Do you watch like European uh, football, like soccer, like Premier League, and all that? When I can, but I really don't because of work. Do they have logos that if I looked at them, I could do the same thing you did with the hockey ones? Yes and no, but like I don't even know half. Or most of them say like FC Chelsea or some crap, right? Yeah. So they're just... like none of, none of their logos have nothing to do with their team or their city. Maybe oh, it does because it's in Europe, so it has some ties. But I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. Oh well. Um. Yeah. Those are the mailbag. So good if mailbag. You want to hit us up at pa underscore turnpod or paturnpod at gmail.com, yeah. or if you are friends of one of us on Instagram or Facebook, direct message us there. Like or just send us a text message. Or that too. Yeah, that's, Fireman Joe submitted his by text last week. That too. So yeah. that's how you can uh, get. And if you don't want your name, you can just give us an alias. Yeah. And we go from there. But yeah, thank you to those sure. four gentlemen. Ladies, step up because it's a... Uh, We've got two so far, right? Two so far. From females. And, and one was the, did you stop at 10? So. <laughs> I mean. Have we reached this question. person for comment yet? I have. And all she did was, LOL, you know what I meant. And I clearly said, no, I didn't. <laughs> but I'm glad. Let's I just leave it at that. that. So that will be the mystery that will go on until the very end of the podcast. Much like the name of the janitor in the TV show Scrubs, where it's just, it's hanging over your head at all times. You don't know. All right. <laughs> you hear that? It's the news and notes portion of the podcast. Oh, um, So the Colts defeated the Jets on Thursday night football, 45 to 30. Joel, did you know what we got last night? Uh, no. What A scoregami. A scoregami. I believe it was the 1,069th unique NFL score. Can confirm in one second. Should have done a little bit more research. It is. It's the 1,069th unique final score in NFL history, 45 to 30. Dangerously close to a bad beat at the very end. So apparently there's go-kart racing going on outside of my house. Um, <laughs> Mario Kart. But Mike White got hurt. And Josh Johnson, who Undertaker memed his way onto the field, um, 24 of 41, 317, three touchdowns and a pick. Um, Carson, turnover, Poppy Wentz, there you 22 go. of 30. Uh, I think <clears throat> into the third quarter, he only had one incompletion. But he was 22 of 30, 272, three touchdowns and no picks. Jonathan Taylor, 19 carries, 172 and a pair of touchdowns. And Pittman from the Colts is on my poop list as he destroyed my parlay. <laughs> um, rough on for your boy. Damn. But um, did you watch this game? Did you see any of it? No, because I thought the Jets were going to win. Why would I see something that I already knew was going to happen? And I find out that, no, Fair. my pick last week sounded like a complete fool. 
The Jets, baby. The Jets. Terrible. Terrible pick by me. Starting 0-1 in our Week 9 picks. But uh, no, I did not see the game. I had other pressing issues like my yeah, car. Yeah, I, I saw very little of it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I saw very little of it. Uh, Wentz looked really good, of course. Jonathan Taylor, I, I have to ask you, is he a top five running back in the NFL? This season, yes. I, I would agree. This if you had to, off the top of your head, who do you think the top five backs are? Um, I mean, they're hurt, though. But yeah, I mean, it, let's let's not even let's not forget Taylor, about the injuries for now. Taylor Eichel, I believe. Eckler, 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 Eckler. Yeah. Got hockey on the brain. Yeah, right. Uh, Derek Henry, Nick mm-hmm. Chubb, and uh, Fournette. Devin Cook, uh, Fournette. Yeah. I think if I'm ranking them in some order, Henry, Delvin Cook, I struggle to put McCaffrey on there. I would put Jonathan Taylor on there for sure. About this Fournette season. is Fournette's playing like a, a really this good season. back this season. Yeah. I, I still think Ezekiel Elliott's a good ball carrier. <clears throat> I would consider him in there. Yeah. That's four. And I uh, it, had he not gotten hurt, Josh Jacobs was on. I feel like he was gonna have a good season. So I just named that's a that's a tricky backs. question. Yeah. Two years from now, do you think Jonathan Taylor would be a top five back? Like solidified. No. I don't think so. Top five, you said? Yeah. Or top two? Top five. In two years, let's say, because he's still kind of, he's only in a second year right now. Uh, hmm. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Five years? Yeah. I, I think so, too. I think a couple of years from now, it'll be him, Henry, Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris, and... Name some random running back that's going to come out. Miles Sanders. The guy from Texas, supposedly pretty good. Yeah, Miles Sanders. <laughs> Booping Miles Sanders. Um, so, uh, not a whole lot. Of, Thursday night has kind of been lousy this season for us. Mm-hmm. Aside from the fact that there was almost a bad beat at the end, that game was pretty pretty much decided from the beginning. Um, Michael Pittman destroyed my parlay, as I mentioned. I had Carson Wentz over 225. I had the Colts covering. I had two touchdowns for Jonathan Taylor, and I had 70-plus yards from Pittman. Pittman finished at 64 yards. So, RIP. RIP your boy. Damn. I feel free on that one. One went away from immortality. Immortality. I don't want immortality. (laughs) I'm ready to go. Um, Moving on. Speaking of people who are ready to go, the Cleveland Browns officially released, although this has since been walked back a little bit, and now it's really confusing, but okay. the Browns and Odell Beckham Jr. have agreed to mutually part ways. I forget the way it, it has to happen, but I'm almost positive it's it's like official at this point. I think it's like a there's like a roundabout way that they're doing it right now. Well, he's gone for sure. There's no doubt about yeah. that. He is not a Brown. He's, he's not, those... but it's a weird one. Um. They mutually part way. They agreed to release him is what I saw earlier in the day. They agreed to release him. Okay, so they had to rework his contract, it seems. They removed him from the practice earlier today, I believe, or yesterday. That's That was a sign of like, oh, he's getting cut. I wonder if they were asking too much for OBJ. I don't even know do if you, they were even looking. Like, Do you think they were trying to trade him at all? I mean, they'll listen to offers, especially yeah. if he wants to get out, you know, 
Or do you think do you, nobody was inquiring about him? So when he so, wanted to get traded, no one was asking for you, buddy. So what? How can we trade you? So his cap hit um, as of this morning was seven point two five million dollars, and I just saw a tweet from uh, Adam Schefter that in the morning there were only a handful of teams that had enough cap space to actually absorb that. Um, Jaguars, Eagles, Broncos, Seahawks, Panthers, Chargers, Steelers, Washington, Bengals were the only teams that had a, like sufficient cap space to claim him on claim him on waivers. I mean, half the league. Now, if he goes, com- yeah. So if he goes completely unclaimed through waivers, and he passes through, then he's free to negotiate with whomever he would like. However, if a team were to pick him up on waivers, they have to eat that contract. Jesus. Where do you think he goes? Is the Rams on that list? You said. Uh, I don't know how they would have cap space, but I, it, my guess is if they could get him they as a free him. agent, maybe. Um, Chargers, I think. Chargers would be fun. I and I want to say the Packers. I have the Packers on that list I too. Feel like they need a guy like that. Seattle makes sense. Um, I see Packers because the quarterback is pretty good. You have already Devontae Adams. Yeah. Uh, the resurgence of Randall Cobb. The young crew of uh, Scanling and Lazard. They have Tunyon. Tunyon. Aaron but Jones. I don't know if he wants to stay there long term because the last dance, you know, that whole thing. And then it's obviously cold as F out in Wisconsin. Does he want to be in Wisconsin? I mean, he yeah. was in Cleveland for God's sakes, but. Does he want to go to Wisconsin? Yeah, New York before that. Yeah. So I'm thinking. I LA. think Washington would be a fun one. Burning the NFC East again. Yeah. I think he would go back either east like that or go out west to California. See, it, it concerns me. I think part of it was um, he didn't get along with Stefanski or Baker. But it, the whole idea of him going there was his best friend Jarvis Landry was there. And they thought, you know, it, he he's always been this supposed locker room diva and all this. If Landry couldn't help to kind of chill him out a little bit, then I don't know who can. I think I don't really have an answer. My guess is probably the um, the Seahawks, I guess. But even that, I don't feel super confident in. I think he's one of those players, uh, like weapon, not Weapon X, number eighty-eight for Dallas. His name is uh, Des. Yeah, Des. I'm surprised no one picked him up really when he was released or whatever. Yeah. And he's making a living off of that whole miscatch thing. <laughs> he's doing all these infomercials yeah. and commercials. So he's making yeah, a he, living. He was an excellent player though. Yeah. I'll give him credit. Des was a good player. So OBJ has a life and career if he wants to outside of football and can make good money. So even if he doesn't get claimed or if the season, you know, his career dwindles down from here. As being a locker room diva and yeah. being injured and not really all there, then yeah, he can retire. Yeah. He's way too talented not to be on an NFL roster next year. You know what I think has. might happen is if he doesn't go to the Packers this season, when Rodgers leaves in the offseason and goes to Pittsburgh, I think Beckham follows him there. I think Devontae Adams has a better shot of following at, uh, Rodgers than yeah. OBJ. So I, I, did we talk about this before? But apparently um, Adams and Rodgers are both asked so they talked about this the sunday night game they played against the niners they kept talking about them both supposedly neither of them would commit to playing on a specific team next year but they kept saying they wanted to stay together 
So like anytime they said, they asked Devonte Adams, like, where do you think you're going to play next year? He would say, oh, I don't know, but I hope I play with Aaron and vice versa. Yeah. They're, they're going to be joined at the hip. It's just a matter of what franchise. Yeah. Where they go. Good. I'm thinking it's out West. I'm telling you. Broncos would be an interesting one. I don't think they want to be in the cold anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah go play in a dome for Christ's sake. Hey, um, uh, speaking Derek of. Carr, there's the exit, buddy. Yeah. It was a nice. Have note. fun in Philly. Yeah. Oh, Have fun on the Steelers. Um, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, um, he's out week nine due to COVID protocol. Um, right after. Do you have. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I posted the episode, <laughs> it was literally breaking news. I had to throw it out there immediately. Well, that always happens. Second you finish recording. We're going to finish tonight, and the Sixers are going to trade for Malcolm Brogdon. Oh, dude, um, we're hopping right back on. <laughs> we're hopping yeah, right true. back on. Um, do you, so what are your expectations for Jordan Love? Do you even have any? They're, so they play Kansas City this week, which we'll get to in a moment. My expectation is nothing. Uh, it's going to be the the kiss kind of offense, the keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Because if I think his wideouts are still out. Like Devontae Adams might be still out. I don't, I don't even know. I mean, this, protocols. I didn't look into this game at all. Yeah, me neither. So, I mean, I think just keep it simple, stupid. Maybe run the ball. Give yeah. him, you know, obviously a chance. But he is talented. They did pick him up for a reason. He's probably athletic running the ball as well. So, Gonna be a lot of turnovers, so smash over on that one from both teams. Why not? Because uh Jesus, the Chiefs aren't any uh better either. It's well, gonna be a t- closer game than most would think. Yeah, I think you could be right. How about you? Uh my expectations for him are just to protect the ball. Don't turn the ball over. If you can win the turnover battle, you got a shot to win because you've noticed this season uh, Mahomes has turned the ball over more than I think any quarterback. If not him, the Chiefs, I believe, have the most turnovers in football. So protect the ball, keep your defense off the field, um, try to eat some clock, and he's going to be able to use his legs as well and, to create and, plays. Uh, so that'd be and, interesting. Uh, score more points than the other team. That's um, a good have idea. A, have a high motor, uh, limit your, your flags. Yeah. Win the play coin more toss. Discipline. Yeah, except win the, <laughs> win the coin toss. Got to get pucks in deep. Um <laughs> The most important pitch is strike one. Um, switching <laughs> gears. Switching gears oh to your God. first place, Philadelphia 76ers. Here they come. Hey, well, and there they went. Right, right before the that. The boys right. are seven and two. I'm sorry. Oh, right, no, right before. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right before that. Pat Mahomes. He'll only get right once his dickhead brother stops TikToking and his wife just stops <laughs> being in the way. Because that man is going through it. I digress. Yeah, that poor guy. So you're uh, the boys are seven and two, sitting in first place in the Eastern Conference. They went three and zero on the homestand, just like you said they would. Uh, they <laughs> right after that they defeated Detroit on the second back on the second game of back to back. Tyrese Maxey played forty two minutes. George Niang, greatest sixer of all time. <laughs> I'm going to start this off. Did you see any of the game last Saturday? I'm sorry, it wasn't last Saturday. It was um, it was Tuesday. I, I apologize. Working. So and beats block on DeRozan at the rim was seen the video though. Oh man. It was Chef Kiss. Oh man. Dude, it was not a spitting image, but it was as impactful as LeBron's block on Iguodala in the playoffs that one year. 
It was magical. Uh, the, the the most amazing part of that whole thing is that Doc actually challenged it. The little man behind the bench gave him the okay to challenge the play. Mm-hmm. It was originally called a defensive foul on Joel Embiid. Uh, DeRosa was set to go to the line, and then Doc got the okay to challenge it. It was all ball. And then the Sixers kind of rode from there. I remember seeing that, actually. Uh, Embiid was mouthing off to DeRozan, all ball, all ball. It was, it was all ball. That was impressive. So he's looked a little sluggish lately, whether it's the knee injury, whether he's just trying to pace himself to get to the playoffs. But, man, oh, man, that dude can protect the rim like nobody's business. Is um, he is he 4-4 four and four now with his knees? Yeah. So he was finally not. So I don't think he's questionable leading into tomorrow's game. Um. I forget who they play. They play tomorrow. Chicago. It's right here on the paper. Yeah, they play Chicago tomorrow. Uh, we'll get to that in a second, though. Um, so we spoke last episode about having a closer, and sometimes your closer can't be a post player. I Seth Curry. Him. Yeah. So Seth Curry, would you believe that he only took fifty-one shots in the fourth quarter last season? Oh. No. And uh, this year, I believe he's shooting like seventy-three percent in the fourth quarter. I heard on the radio this morning. He only took, he was at 51 or 57 shots in all of the fourth quarters last regular season. And right now he looks like the Sixers go to, go get me a bucket guy. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, Seth Curry is coming into his own. He's comfortable. They're giving him the rock. No uh, redacted in the way. And then beats, you know, his injury in the time off. Limiting him on and off the court. So Seth is yeah. going in and going ham. And you can't trust airball Danny Green. And where's Tobias Harris at, though? Yeah, Tobias but, uh, has missed the last few games due to COVID protocol as well, which has also hindered their offensive game late in the shot clock. Stop making commercials with Boban and Goldfish. Yeah. And Ferk. Ferk got hurt a couple nights ago, too. Oh, so oh no. they played with eight guys in the second of a back. I know they beat the Pistons, and the Pistons are pretty bad. But playing with eight guys, and I believe one of them was Isaiah Joe. And one of them was Paul Reed. Paul Reed, so, for sure. I mean, you say Detroit's a bad team. <laughs> you say Detroit's a bad team, but this is what they needed to do. They need to yes, beat the bad teams. You're right. You can't stand. Phillies do it all the time. Eagles do it Ugh. historically. Like, you cannot lose to these bad teams. Yeah, the Flyers have always played down in their competition as well. Wouldn't know, but still. <laughs> <laughs> including not to get off track, but the two yeah. nights ago, the, the Penguins were missing like nine players and their coach, and they lost in overtime to the Penguins. Hey, man, we lost to a team that didn't have a head coach in the Raiders, so <laughs> it's just a mess. But yeah, like I said, they need to win these games, especially. I agree. Especially that. What, what, what was the game? Oh, it was the game with the Trailblazers, I believe, where we didn't have mm-hmm. the starters or most of the good, the good guys. Yeah. And we still won. Those are the games that we need to win as well. A team that we can beat without the starters bodes well for the Sixers. Confidence. Yeah, it, I like it. So I must ask you. Okay. Um, number. So these are in no particular order. Julius Irving, Will Chamberlain, Allen Iverson, Ooh. Joel Embiid, George Niang on the... Uh, George Niang knocking on the door for the Mount Rushmore of Sixers players. Is he the greatest Sixer of all time? Are you asking me which one is, or is Niang the greatest? Sixer is of all Niang time? Niang or the field? The field, one thousand percent. With my eyes closed. 
So George Niang in his last in his last three games, I no, I will say this every time. He's the slowest player I've ever watched. However, <laughs> I love him to death. He is the Matt Veerling of the Sixers. He had 21, 18, and 14 in his last three games. And he has legitimately like rejuvenated that bench unit, man. He's a lot of fun to watch. I love um, that. He, he's awesome. He can play the three, the four. He can probably play a little bit of small ball five, although he got roasted in college playing the five. But he's been awesome. Tyrese Maxey's been great. Having Shake Milton back is awesome. Ferk getting back on the floor would be great. Once Harris is back, I feel like that'll lengthen the rotation a little bit. And then when Drummond and Embiid are not questionable every single night, you have a pretty good bench unit. Don't forget Thibel and his blocks. Yeah, Thibel's awesome. I love that sequence with Maxi stole the ball or whatever, that fast break he scores, and then literally the next possession, Thibel goes and does the same thing and scores. Love yeah, the defense. They're, they're both great. Um, um, Niang, so we did. I like him. I just need a bigger sample. I can't have this, oh, yeah, of this course, stretch. Yeah. I need it a little bit uh sample, but I would not still not put him on the best six of all time. He's almost there. Um, so obviously November basketball is much different from May and June basketball, but George Niang is filling right now the Seth Curry role. Seth Curry was filling the JJ Redick role, JJ Red, all these random guys that have who have a little bit like slightly elevated roles in Philly, Redick, Ilyasova, Bellinelli, um, Curry, and now Niang, guys that just kind of like and even Mike Sarge. Scott to an extent. Sarge. Yeah, Dario. Where you come in and you have a little bit larger role than what you're used to and you kind of thrive. Niang seems to be doing that right now, whether they're catching lightning in a bottle. Is like he the best? Corey Brewer. Is he the best out of those that you mentioned in that position? I think Curry and Redick are definitely better than he was than he is, but he's been awesome and he's yeah. filling a need that they desperately had, which was you know a shooter off the bench. Because for a while, it was just Ferk. Lord knows. Yeah, it was just Ferk on for a while, and that's terrifying. And I understand you can usually get one in, during buyout season, but I wonder who's going to get bought out this season because almost everybody's on the Lakers and Nets. Do you see Niang? moving into the starting position like a or be the sixth man as in like okc where they had harden as the go-to sixth man if he can play all those positions i still think he's the eighth man because you have even ninth honestly because you have thibel milton and ferk on the bench when you have a fully healthy um starting five so but how much think about your second unit is going to be shake milton yeah shake milton Furkan Korkmaz, uh, Matisse Thibel, George Niang, and Andre Drummond. That's a five-man unit that will not get played off the floor in the playoffs. What time is it? Let's pencil that in. We'll go back to the playoffs and see you say that. And we'll be right. I will 1, deny it. <laughs> I will deny saying, that. We're going to be right 100%. You can't take this team down. The second unit is unstoppable. I think about it. They've always had a potential. Terrible defender on the second year. Not that any of those guys are particularly good. Drummond can protect the lane well enough. Thibel's pretty good. Shake is okay. But how many second units truly have superstars on? Dude, you give me the second unit with Allen Iverson back in the day? Second unit back in the day would be like Speedy Claxton. <laughs> um, I don't even know who the second unit Todd McCullough, Matt Geiger. Keith Van Horn. Keith Van Horn. Rajah Bell. <laughs> So Eric I don't Snow. know if I, I don't know if I've said this out loud on the podcast. Joel, I have a Keith Van Horn jersey in my closet. I have not worn that probably since I was a kid, if ever. Does it and I 
I will not wear it until I'm going to the Sixers championship parade. <laughs> yes. Yes. It, it's an adult size, but we've had it since I was a kid because it's, it's the black jersey. Oh. So it would have had to have been on like 04. And I'm not wearing it unless I'm, it's to the parade. It is there collecting dust. And it will, and it will keep collecting yeah. dust. It's right underneath my Lou Williams Raptors jersey. We gotta do like a special. We gotta do like a special episode or something, like a cribs episode with all the fake jerseys in my closet. Oh yeah, I'll do it. Let's go. Uh, speaking of which, Odell Beckham. I have an Odell Beckham Brown jersey too. So I'm um, just cursed. <laughs> I was just gonna say, uh, you're right on track, sir. Yeah. Um. So real quick, they have Chicago tomorrow, or depending on when you're listening to this today or yesterday. Monday they play at home against the Knicks. Tuesday at home against Milwaukee. That can't be right. They play it back-to-back both at home. Why not? They did three. That's fair. So they got the they got the Bulls on the road and then the Knicks at home and the and the Bucks at home. Um, of those three, I'll play the same game with you that we did prior. Yeah, it is a back-to-back. Um, how many wins do you expect out of that three-game stretch? Two and one. They're going to lose in Chicago. I'm going to go one and two and say that their only win is against the Knicks. The Knicks just beat the brakes off the Bucks. Yeah, no, I, but the I Sixers, so. Knicks beat the piss out of the Sixers a few weeks ago. I think the Sixers will be will have revenge on the brain. The boys are going to go three and zero. Watch. <laughs> I hope they do. Um, and then over under one and a half all, all stars this season. Smash the over. So assuming Embiid is the the one All Star, who is the second one? The closer himself, the good Curry. Seth Do you think Curry. Seth? So that's the guy I had in mind. Do you think Seth gets an All Star nod? Yeah, that would be keep awesome. Shooting out like that, yeah. It'd be good to see the Currys out there. Yeah. Week um, nine in the NFL. NFL. Oh and one for your boy here. One and zero. Oh. Um, I don't have have this statistic in front of me, but we did not do well last week. Um, we're going to skip it. We're on to it. week nine. We're on to week nine. We're on to week nine. We're on to Cincinnati. Um, so in the early, <laughs> let's just jump into this. So the Eagles are playing. Actually, we'll get to that when then we get to the Eagles. So early window, let's just jump into it. Yeah. Um, you want me to keep track again? We're on to Cincinnati. Uh, so, yeah. so Cleveland at Cincinnati. Cincinnati currently favored by two and a half points. The over-under is 46 and a half. Who do you got? Bengals. I'm going to go Browns. Damn, it's one of those. You leave the toxicity out of here. Yep. And they're going to, damn it, damn it, damn it. The NFL works that way. Denver at Dallas. Dallas minus 10. Over-under 49 and a half. Cowboys. Me too. Um, Houston at Miami. Miami is minus five and a half over under 46 and a half. That's a Houston line. Texans. I, I'm tempted to do the same. I'm going to go Miami because they think they have a better team, but I totally understand why I will be wrong. Um, Hey, this is my hunch. The Texans. Yeah. My hunches. You know what the problem is? I never actually pick my hunches. The only one I've actually stuck to is that Tennessee over the Chiefs game. <laughs> um, it worked out. So we have the Atlanta Falcons traveling to New Orleans. New Orleans minus six and a half, over under 42. I'm, I have a half of a hunch on this one. Give me all of Trevor Simeon on this one. 
Trevor Simeon. Uh, resurgence. You know, I have a half of a haunch, dude. I think the I think the Falcons make this a game. I'm gonna go to New Orleans as well. Though. I mean, it will be a game. It's a division game. I mean, just yeah. cue the Undertaker song when Trevor Simeon comes out of there. This one, good lord, <laughs> the slot bowl. <laughs> the Vegas Raiders at the New York Giants. Giants are. Oh, I'm sorry. The Vegas is favored by three. 46 and a half. Raiders. By the way, smash the smash the over in that Atlanta game. 42. That's leaning a little low. That's begging you to smash the over. That's probably why you don't touch it. Yeah, I'm not touching that game. I'm not touching that. I'm gonna I'm taking a weekend off. I sh- you said that last weekend and then you ended up taking a couple. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um Raiders though. Hmm. The silence is deafening. This is tough. The silence is deafening. I'm going to go. This is tough. This is the other half of a hunch I have. I'm going to go Raiders too, though. We're playing a little bit more safe this week. So, so far, Rob is following a king line right here. Just Except sure Cleveland. You, that's where your biggest L came from right there. Ah, well, like right, last time we were, we were basically neck and neck until one game. Yeah. Your Panthers took a complete poop against my Eagles. Oh, look at that. Panthers is next on the line. Yes, they are. The New England Patriots at the Carolina Panthers. P.J. Walker is the starting quarterback this week for the Panthers. Matt Rule going back to his temple roots. Um, who do you like in that one? I originally had the Patriots. I didn't know P.J. Walker was starting, so Panthers, baby. I like P.J. Byron Joe. I want to pick the Panthers. You picked the Panthers Every week, and you're taking it now for it. Now you're not going to take them? Are you taking the Panthers? Oh, yeah, I'm taking the Panthers. I'm going to go to the Patriots. This fucking guy. Buffalo you. at Jacksonville. Need we say more? Jacksonville, let's go. Does Jacksonville cover that? Negative minus 14 and a half. 14 and a half. Oh, yeah. I don't think they have a prayer in this game. <laughs> Oh, that's um, my that's my lock. If anything. Oh, th- this next one's actually an interesting one. Minnesota at Baltimore. Excuse me. Um, yeah, I'm gonna cook healthy. I think so. I don't trust uh, Kirk, a family member, cousins. He's been good this year. I know he's fun to make fun of, but I, I mean, and again, he's, he's good, going on the yeah. road. But yeah. But I don't see this Viking team in the Super Bowl. Fair. Not Baltimore is a Super Bowl contender, though. They're a contender, but I don't see them getting it there. That's why I said they're a contender, not Actually, a, uh, an actual. They're a playoff team. They're a playoff team, yeah. I don't see them in the conference. How about that one? Um, I have the Ravens, though. That's a tough one. I kind of like Minnesota in this one, but I'm going to go Ravens as well. The game of the week. Yeah. We got the Chargers in Philly. Now this line is befuddling. <laughs> Tell me. Can you can you please explain to me why the Chargers are minus one and a half? Like you said, Herbert is hurt. The Eagles have new resurgence with running the ball. They're at home now. Oh Christ, they beat the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> so the so the, the reason that this game is, is what lastly, it is. Lastly, lastly, lastly. We saw a little bit of Minshew Mania last week. Yes, we did. Just saying. So maybe they're expecting to start him, and that's why. So the so the God, the, um, the Chargers have the the worst rushing defense in the NFL. If I set the number at nineteen and a half, how many rushes do you think 
the Eagles will have on Sunday. Now, this is tricky. Does that include quarterback scrambling for his life running? I, I'll count that. Um, so Over. now you got to keep in mind that they're probably going to be losing. And the second you start losing, you get away from the whole, we have to establish the run. Well, I'm going to go under. First... I think it's going to be 14 total carries. Well, the first possession will say a lot. Yeah. Whether they get the ball first to start the game or obviously after the Chargers, they'll run the ball there. And then as the game progresses and gets out of hand, then, yeah, they'll be passing it. But I'm going to go with the over 19 and a half. Who do you have winning that game? That's a really high total. Because the line was so befuddling, I had the Eagles at home. I, I said the line is the reason I want to pick the Eagles, but my brain says, what is the matter with you? Pick the Chargers. It's one and a half, though. That makes no sense. Whatever. This one's also not making a whole lot of sense. Green Bay at Kansas City. Wait, who Kansas City's only... I'm going to pick the Chargers. <laughs> All right. Eagles Chargers. This next one confuses me. Kansas City's only laying seven. It's probably wider now. But Jordan Love is the quarterback. I understand Kansas City has been struggling lately. And I've used this term ad nauseum. But this has to be the get right game for them, right? Like I said earlier, it's they're only going to get right once Mahomes gets away from that wife. And that TikToking fool of a brother. <laughs> um, this one's tough because I can see the Packers going in there, no expectations now with Jordan Love at the helm, and still beating the sh- the brakes off the Chiefs because the Chiefs are the most heavily penalized team in the league, and they turn off the ball. And Mahomes doesn't look like a Superman. He Is this the Nance and? Is this the Nance and Romo game? Oh, if Romo if Romo says who he thinks is going to win, I'll go with that one. I can't get it working. How do I get the announcing schedules? I have the Chiefs, though. I'm going to go Chiefs as well. Next up, we have... So there's only three games at 4 o'clock. Arizona at San Francisco. Tough one because the divisional game, and we didn't think they would be losing their first loss, and Arizona yeah. didn't get their first loss. So I'm going with Arizona. Kyler Murray is also questionable heading into this game. Don't you dare tell me that. All right, I'm uh, gonna stick with. That's them. why the line is what it is. I'm gonna stick with them, but ugh, that's tough. Oh, Nance and Romo have Cleveland, Cincinnati. Jimmy, Jimmy. That's a division game, too. Oh, it's the uh, Green Bay, Kansas City is Buck and Aikman. They're probably hating that, like, God. Yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to go San Francisco. I like, I can see why. Kyle Murray is a little hurt. I, I, yeah, even before I knew that I was going to pick him. Um, Sunday night football, Tennessee at the Rams, rematch of Super Bowl, whatever that was, 30 something or other, when Dyson was down at the one. Um, so this is a big revenge game, 20 years in the making Rams minus seven and a half over under 53 and a half. Who do you like? These Titans boy, I'm telling you just when you're going to cover that. No, Derrick Henry. Doesn't matter. No, Derrick Henry. 
that fear that run. That team um, has some intestinal fortitude. The Rams. I think the Titans are going to cover that, but the Rams are going to win. The Rams. And then capping off the week, another doozy. Chicago at Pittsburgh. The Under Bowl. Because there's the not going to be a lot of points in this game. <laughs> um, Chicago-Pittsburgh. Oh, the boy. Steelers. The Steelers. Can't, can't wait to not watch this one. I mean, my Francesca would say otherwise. Or agree with you, actually. Did you wait all day for Sunday night? Or did no. you watch football for eight hours and that's why you didn't wait for anything? <laughs> that too, if I wasn't working. I'm also working that night, so. A good. A also good don't really work. care for this game. A good night to work. All right, those are our picks. Yeah. Rob. Uh, did we even did we even pick anybody? Yeah, I picked the Steelers. Oh, uh, my pick is uh, not the viewers. Uh, I'm going to go Pittsburgh. <laughs> so we have virtually the same picks. The differences we have this week, Cleveland and Cincinnati. Um, I have Cleveland, you have Cincinnati. I have the Patriots, you have the, the Panthers. And then I have LA, you have Philly. I have San Francisco, you have Arizona, and that's it. Hey. So a couple differences, but not as not as vast as last week. Last week was crazy. We had like seven different ones, and we were both trash. <laughs> it's like we split all of those in half. Week eight was craziness. It was, was. absolute craziness. I could. That's why we, the we almost so. had a we almost had an emergency pod for it. Almost, I would have gotten on. I'm like, what the heck happened? All right. The TTP segment. TTP. We're working on it, peoples. We're working on it. All right, Rob. Your lock, dog, and lay of the week for week nine. Who is your lock, sir? My lock is going to be the first instance of the season where I'm going to take points. Tennessee plus seven and a half. I like that. My lock is Bengals-Browns smashing the over at 46 and a half. I like that a lot. Next, sir. Uh, is this uh, Hazel or Benny of the week? Which is a dog. Uh, both. Uh, I'll get one, you get the other. Dogs of the week? I don't think I picked a dog. I'll go oh, first. Oh, I did. I did, actually. My you, dog. Um, you, oh, uh, <laughs> my bad for stepping on your toes, sir. You can no, go you're ahead. Good. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mine's not exciting at all. Oh, mine's exciting. Texans over the Dolphins. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, uh, mine. I think the only, um, the only dog I picked was Cleveland. Uh, Wouldn't the dog consider your Titans plus five? I guess, but I don't. I don't really. I, I don't believe they're gonna win. I, I just think they're gonna keep dog. it close. I'm it's just gonna go. Yeah, my it'll just be Cleveland. That's the only dog I picked. Um, and then now, the lay. This is a the lock of the set. This should be my lock. I, I, do we have both? No, because you. I don't think so. My, minus 14 and a half, Buffalo Bills. I have the Chargers laying one point to the Eagles. They're going to beat them by 30. Oh, yeah, true. Two, uh, you have a better shot to getting that than me. Well, dude, last week the uh, I had the Rams covering 15 and a half, and they were 16 and a half, and they won by 16. <laughs> Jesus. Heartbreaking. Souls Brutal. crushed there. Um. Is it the top five segment, sir? Oh, this is our first ever top five and bottom three segment. So this is a top five. We each have an honorable mention, and then we each have a bottom three. <laughs> Technically, so a top it's six. the top. 
<laughs> so at the top six plus, you're getting some bonus coverage here in overtime on the PA turn pod. Yeah, right. Um, so if you're just joining us, first of all, where you've been. Right. Secondly, uh, we are going to be ranking the 2021-22 City Edition NBA jerseys. Now, if you're unfamiliar with these, they're on Twitter, very easily accessible. If you just search up City Edition. City Edition jerseys were originally brought out to have something that has to do with the city of the team that plays in it. And some of these are not actually city related. So I left a couple off for that reason, uh, but we're going to rank our top five. We each have one honorable mention and then we're going to give you our bottom three. <laughs> I don't know why we sniffed, but sure. Um, Aaron Rodgers is here, I guess. <laughs> All right, so I think we're going to have pretty similar lists. I think both of our number one is going to be the same. Oh, my goodness. And I have a feeling one of our bottom threes will be the same, if not all three of them. I so, uh, believe so. Give me a second. Do you want to lead off, or would you like for me to lead off? Uh, how do you want to do You want to do L's? or not? We'll do top five, right? Um, you know, so do you have one honorable mention? I do, sir. I do. I do, too. So I'll start. I'll go, oh, cool. You're going to share your screen. How does it? So I'm going to go with, that looks great. Can you see him? So my, yeah. So I'm going to go with my honorable mention first. Okay. Um, My honorable mention is going to be the Hawks because it, so that's another one. So this is one of the ones that doesn't really have any tie into the city aside from the fact that it just says the word Atlanta across the front, but. (laughs) And a giant Hawk. Yeah. I do like it because it's a callback to when they had the black ones when Matumbo was there. Yeah. Jason Terry, they had the big hawk across the front. I think these look better in a picture than they do on the floor, which is what I said last week as well. But I think they're cool, and I like them. Not mad at it. I mean, not in my top six. Maybe top ten, maybe at nine. <laughs> but no. Um, my honorable mention. Guys, the reason I don't like the Atlanta one it's because it's just the logo. Other also, than, a pretty crappy color. Yeah, it looks pretty bad. It's like it stretches across the entire the width of the jersey. I'm not a really fan. Yeah, of that. but not bad. My uh, honorable mention is number six, of course, duh. The Wizards, the Wizards, bottom left there. I don't know something about it. it just looks nice. I, I like it. I like the colors. Yeah, like just like the colors, like the the stripe, the horizontal stripes, and it's Washington D.C. And if that's a callback from our state flags, the DC logo flag is two red uh, horizontal red stripes. Ooh! But if okay. you look at the if you look at the top, very top of the jersey where the shoulders are, you can see a sliver of red, so it looks like the three stripes most likely. But Fair. I, I digress. Those two. I didn't realize that had a real tie-in. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so not, my number five. It's not oh, your. Sure, uh, it's not your old wizards with the. Uh, I forget his name, but the guy who made a lot of money off of it. Gilbert Arenas. Yeah, it's not your. Uh, the, so the those. number font kind of looks similar to the numbers that he he had on his jerseys. Um, yeah. I'll have to look into that to see if that's intentional. Um, number five would have been higher if not for the fact that the word Chicago was way too, too close to the um to the cutoff. Yeah. If Chicago were like an inch or two further down, this would be much higher, but Chicago's jerseys are very nice. Um, it's a red jersey with uh, black and white on the sides. Chicago in a script going um, 
from like seven to two on the clock, I guess. Um, The number is on the front, kind of down toward the middle. I like it a lot. It's very clean looking. And it's also like different enough from what they already wear to where you can tell it's, you know, a different jersey. Like some of these barely look like that Memphis one barely looks different from the regular Memphis jerseys. This Chicago jersey is the same colors, but it just has enough differences on it that make it cool. I like how you went to Memphis, but let's go to the Celtics. Look, the virtually the same thing. It's a green jersey. <laughs> That's what happens when you have two colors. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah, I'm not mad at the uh, Chicago Bulls one. I liked it a lot, actually. I like the font. I'm not really a fan of the font, but it's just like red, black, white, simple. Boom. It's the perfect three colors. It is, honestly. Um, my number five is the Indiana Pacers. I mm-hmm. like that. It's a very classic look. It is very nice. Reminds me of the Reggie uh, Miller days. I, I like th- it. I think that's what they're going for. I like it. I like it a lot. I like the the stripe that's yellow there in the middle, but the very bottom stripe it turns into white. If you see that, I like that. Um, and I don't know, I just like it. There's something about it. it just grabs my eye. Yeah. And the cut where the, I guess where the chest, I guess the pec. It's not mm-hmm. that normal scoop. It's like a diamond. Not a diamond, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's kind of like a V or something. Like a V. Yeah, like a V-neck in a way. Some of them... I could do... Yeah. Some of these jerseys are V-necks, but most of them are scoop if I'm looking around real quick. Most yeah, like scoop. that Lakers one is rounded. The Sixers one is rounded. Um, I could do without the Motorola, Motorola logo on there, but I guess it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, number four for me... Um, yeah. I understand that it's black for black's sake, but the Knicks, that just looks really cool. It it's does a bla- look, it does look black really jersey. Cool. Yeah, so, so they're obviously known for wearing white, orange, and blue. It's a black jersey with some orange on it, and it's just a different look for them, which is why I like it a little bit. I don't know. I just think it's different, and it's cool. It's not bad. I like it, too. That's probably my number seven. It was that or the Wizards. I like I the know they did, they really didn't do anything. All they did was just, they went on Microsoft Paint and they selected the part that was blue and they made it black instead. But I, I still, I kind of like it. Like I bet you that'll look really cool on the floor. Yeah, it's like a, it's like when uh, this the Eagles go blackout. It's like the next yeah. one, the next one uh, blackout. So I like yeah. it. Yeah, I like it a lot actually. Uh, that was your four. Mm-hmm. My number four is the San Antonio Spurs. I like that classic <sighs> look. Absolutely. The white one? I like it. Um, I think I've had that jersey before. Probably that, something that white with the, similar the to teal. It. Something similar, yeah. Clearly not this one, not the 2021 when I was a kid. But uh, something similar to that color, that throwback look. Um, I don't like that the Spurs logo itself is still the same or modern. Yeah. They, you know, they did something different with it, but I like it. I think that's cool looking. Uh, number three for me is also kind of a throwback. It's the Houston Rockets one. Hey, our first one that we matched. There you go. Um, I so I, I think when they used to wear so this is basically the same jersey as the um, like the Steve Francis era. Steve Francis, my God. Um, but I think instead of it saying Rockets, it says Houston now, and yeah. that's fine. That's fine. Don't change. It. So the the problem I have with some of these is these really aren't city edition jerseys. They're just alternates. Like this has nothing to do with the city of Houston, but it's it's a nice jersey and it's a callback to uh, a previous jersey that they used to wear. So I, I'm fine with it. 
I like how those stripes down the middle where it says Houston at eight don't go, don't connect. Yeah. The Houston at eight stands alone. So it's like you mm-hmm. go around it. So I like that a lot. Nice touch. I love, love that the, um, the, uh, was it the piping or whatever? So whatever it is that connects the tips, the, um, so the red, the red outline uh-huh. around like the, the armpits and the, like the V-neck. Yeah. I like that it's red and it's not like white or blue or anything. And I like the red around the, the, the word the Houston. Yeah. Yes. Same. I, it's a very well done jersey. It's a nice trim. They, they really put a lot of effort into that one. I like that a lot. Yeah. It's simple, but it, it, you can tell they paid attention to some of the details. I have a feeling we have the same top three. Probably. I, you, we have the Maybe same number one. one. We don't have the same top three. Oh, I can okay. guarantee you that. Oh, okay. I already named. <laughs> yeah, you already named my number two. So. Oh, all right. Uh, what do you call it? Process Spurs. <laughs> my number two is. We are on number two, right? No, no. Uh, yeah. You're you're number three. Well, I we already talked number three. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. So, I would just go now to number two. I'll do <laughs> number two. For me, it's the Nets. Classic okay. New Jersey Nets look. Yeah. I like it. And like the end, it's more modern. I don't remember the old one, but it looks a little bit more modern, how it like, t- like scoops in. Um, looks classic. I like the three stars, if you notice on the stripe there. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, I have no idea what that logo is. Opposite side of Nike, but good for them. Oh, it's called Weeble. I don't oh, know what that Weeble. is, though. Uh, I think it's the, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's like an... A website to build a website like Squarespace. Oh, so it's a interesting. I think I think don't quote me, but yeah, I like that color of blue, I like the red outline, just like we mentioned with the Houston. So I like it, I like it a lot. That's just my number two. How about you, sir? Number two for me is the Spurs. Ah, so we already touched on that. I love the colors on it. It's like the Fiesta colors. I think is how they refer to them. Fiesta, but I really like it, especially on. White jersey instead of a black one. I think it just it pops a little bit more. It's one of the few ones that are out on here on this picture list that are white. Yeah, yeah Nola yeah. Bucks. Dallas. Was there four to five total? And the abomination that is the OKC one. OKC is pathetic. It looks like don't get me started. White T-shirt. Um, all right, so number one. I'm, uh, do we have the same one? <laughs> the seventy sixers. Yes. The now I'm biased. Jersey. I am not biased. I have a question. Sure. So looking across here, so we're looking at a picture online. Yeah. If you go online and you search this up, you will probably find the same thing. It's on NBA.com. So, so that New Orleans safe number one for Zion, 11 for the Pacers, Sabonis. Jesus, I didn't even think of this. 12, 12 is John Morant. Um, let's see. Eight. 77 for Dallas is Doncic. So they have every team's best player. Sixers has Tobias Harris's number on the jersey. Do they fuck up and not put 21? By accident. Uh, am I dyslexic? <laughs> I think it's 21. And they yeah, and it's so like Randall's not well, I guess Butler's not the Miami one, but still. I don't I know. Didn't I didn't notice this until now. Can I throw out two more honorable mentions or is it too late? No, go ahead. So Charlotte is really looking nice. I have no I idea what that is. Uh next to the Nets. Gotcha. Big big fan of the colors. And then also so the Clippers one, the Clippers one, they actually wore a couple of years ago, but it, instead of it saying Clippers, it said Los Angeles and it had a slightly different number font. Yeah. That is back when they used to play, I think in Lob City, San Francisco. They played oh. somewhere else. 
Um, I have a, I think I have a Paul George in that same style, but those ones are also nice. I didn't really realize they were as nice until I looked at this picture. I'm not mad All at right. It. So next we have the bottom three. This is our first time doing it. Do you have any other honorable mentions, by the way? Um, the Warriors, I didn't mind because they played tonight in those city. Yeah. And I didn't mind them actually seeing them live on the court like that. Yeah. They wore them a couple nights ago too, when they played the Hornets. And I thought so too. I like the lightning bolt on the side. Yeah. I just caught that too. Yeah, that's a good call. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, cause I feel like we've seen the the Suns already too many times. Yeah, the, the Suns one they already wore. Utah, I've seen it too many times. Utah, uh, the Celtics, they just didn't try. Um, <laughs> New Orleans looks the same. Exactly, Rip City. I don't I've know, seen that before. I don't know what Everybody that Cavaliers knows. jersey is. Don't get me started. That is clearly in my top three. Worst. Um, Memphis looks the same. Wolves is a throwback to Kevin Garnett. I like the the logo. I, yeah. Like it's that. just a slightly different um, color, which is cool. Yeah. Toronto, you know what, what happened there? Uh, that's trash. You know what I really do like that the NBA has gone away from is the jerseys with the sleeves. They had? Do you remember they had those T-shirt jerseys a few years ago? They LeBron's might. chase down block in the finals was in the in the sleeved jerseys. Oh, I thought he had like a compression shirt under it. Like oh, no. Jersey. Oh. I'm not mad right. at it. I'm not mad at that though. Me neither. All right, bottom three. Now, I mine are not in any particular order. Mine. I do have an honorable mention for this. I do not have an honorable mention. So my honorable mention is going to be Sacktown because that's so stupid. That sounds like something you would put in your Tinder bio. <laughs> Yo, Sacktown. <laughs> and and that Lakers one, I don't really know. I don't, I'm not a huge I mean, fan of it. I think you would see it more on Grinder than uh, Tumblr. I mean, they're not Tumblr, Jesus. Tumblr. My joke, my joke just hit it, hit itself in the face. There you go. It's late. <laughs> All right. It's Lucy. Bottom three. I think we have one of the same bottom three, if not two. All right, I'll go first. My number three. My number. My top bottom three actually is in order of worst to okay. absolute abomination. Uh, number three is the Miami Heat. What is that? I have that in my bottom. What is three that nonsense? Well. That is that is trash. That looks like what my sister used to do, where she would cut out um, a couple like letters from magazines and make signs and put them on the cardboard or on um, construction paper. Here's me roasting oh. it. the The first M is like they ran out of pink, so they just went with what <laughs> yellow at the end of it. What happened there? And then the I. They like they for, it was an afterthought. They're like it says Mammy, shit. There's an I in Miami. There's two eyes, so they kind of like scribbled in the I, red. The A looks like the old Arizona Diamondbacks. It looks head. like the Diamondbacks logo, doesn't it? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Let me zoom in. I can't believe I caught that. Let me see. Yeah, that oh, looks like the Diamondbacks logo. Oh, it's not working like that. Whatever. It's not. It's not getting any bigger. Pause. The it doesn't M, need to. The M is like what we've seen that bright ass blue neon blue yeah. jerseys that is horrific and it's not even the same font of the m in the first m in miami what is this where's the continuity <laughs> so and i then, applaud the effort and then the the eye the last eye in miami is just a solid yellow line but just then it, a line but then it directly matches with the three under it if you're gonna go with every letter so thus far different do the same thing with the letters and then the one Matches the jersey, black with a white outline. I don't like it at all. I hate it. I 
I understand. Cannot, I cannot see this court. If they did anything like the Spectrum, I cannot see this court. I think it's trash. I, I, could, I understand where they're coming from here. They tried because they ran out of ideas. They just <laughs> went back and looked at every one of their old jerseys and took a, basically a letter from each of the old jerseys and put it on this one. So like the M is from that weird pink. I think uh, Shaq might have worn it a few times. The I is from, I think, just like their standard jerseys. The A is from their red ones. Yeah, then the M is from the device. So they, they took, it, it's an interesting idea, and I applaud them for trying it. I just think it looks like crap. It looks like COVID. But that's on my bottom three as well. That is my number three. How about you, sir? Um, so uh, I'll go Orlando as my number two worst because that just looks like crap. Where am I looking at? Oh, it's in the oh, right middle. It's, it's having, I feel like I'm having a, like a, a, epileptic fit looking at it. it it's i don't know they've run out of ideas they look like they saw utah and the valley and they were like fuck it it's kind of like miami in the sense that the colors don't even work it's black I orange mean, yellow red blue white and it has the disney logo the disney logo i can't wait to watch markel fultz Rick free throws in the jerseys. <laughs> uh, I'm not that mad at this jersey. I don't like the sides, though. I hate that it all. Yellow, orange with the white stars, it looks like. They didn't know favors putting it in the picture next to Utah and Phoenix because I think those jerseys are fine. <laughs> it just makes it worse. Yeah. Um, number two. It are... The Oklahoma City Thunder white T-shirt. What is that? Oh, you mean the white beaters? Yeah. What is that? It's nothing. Should have went with the Seattle SuperSonics. Just throw them off completely. They should have gone OKC, but gone with the Sonics color or something. I don't know. Give an alternate jersey and call it a city edition. Or wear red or something because you're in Oklahoma. I don't know. It, you want to do a city edition? Have like you know how it says the Valley. Just I don't know. Have a tumbleweed. I don't know, something just blowing in the wind in Oklahoma uh, City. I don't even know what it is. I don't even know what there is to do in Oklahoma, so that's fair. Yeah, so uh, that's my number two. Not as harsh as uh, it was with the Heat. I but. think our number ones are going to be the same for this one, too. I doubt it. What's I your, have the Raptors. Your number two is the Raptors? Oh, no, I already gave my number two. It was Magic. Oh, your number uh, one my, is the Raptors? My number one is the Raptors. I think that looks like crap. That looks like they, a tremendous, horrible tattoo of a... So Raptor. what they've done is they have taken the perfect jersey that they had in the late 90s with the dinosaur dribbling basketball on it and ruined days. it. Yeah, those jerseys were perfect. I have a Lou Williams Raptors jersey in my closet, the, the purple and pink the, with the uh, dribbling dinosaur on it. This is a more modern, more trash version of it. They ruined it. I don't want black and gold on the court. Stop trying to tie Drake into these stupid jerseys too. Cause I know they had the, the well, ones that said North on them a couple of years ago, oh. but still no, it's not OVO, but no, uh, I'm not a fan of these. That's why it's, that's, but that's why it's black and gold. It's OVO. It's Drake. He had a big yeah. influence in that. Yeah. They had black and gold a couple of years ago too. The stripes or whatever that is look like tie dye. Kind of like it's just an off gray next to the white. He just looks trash. Like Houston did it right. 
with their stripes. Toronto yeah, they did a good job. Toronto's looks like barbed wire. Yeah, that, there you go. Barbed wire. That's a perfect analogy for that. Um, my number one, brace yourself. I don't know how you not. I don't know how. Ooh, I want to I want, I want guess it. Is it the Celtics? Wrong. Cleveland? 1,000%. What is that? I don't know. I didn't even know this was. I had to zoom in extra hard to see what that says. It looked like the WFT logo. I'm like, <laughs> what is this nonsense? And I'm talking about the Cavaliers. It's a circle with looks like definitely letters and look like a devil in the middle. And the number two, which I thought immediately was Kyrie Irving, but clearly not. He's not on the team anymore. I do not like this jersey at all. It looks like utter crap. I can't even read that it says Cleveland Cavaliers, or if it does say Cleveland Cavaliers. It probably just says Cavaliers and something else under it. I don't even know what it says. It's not clear. It's not crystal. I hate it. I don't know what that is. What is that? Looks like a D2 college logo. It looks trash. And there you go. That's my number one worst of them all. It sucks to be a Cleveland fan. We're rocking that. What is it? Darius Garland wearing that? I don't think so. Probably. Burn that shit, son. I don't buy any Pistons jerseys for what it's worth. I like the colors. They tried. Wolves jerseys are cool. Denver looks fine. Bucks are kind of cool. I think generally they did a decent job with these this year. I looked at this list as if if I was gifted a logo, I mean a, a jersey from someone who didn't know my favorite team, would I be mad? And that's what I picked my bottom three off of. I would be furious if I got one of those Cavs jerseys. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, what? No. Especially, and I'll be more devastated because white's not my color. I prefer more black. Even though I did pick Spurs as my top because it had that nice teal and red and yellow. All it takes is one bite into a meatball sandwich and that Oklahoma City jersey is trash. Actually, no. I think it would be much better. It'll give it some color. It's a fucking <laughs> logo that has a heart over a heart. <laughs> over my own heart. What is going on with this jersey? It's a target. If it wasn't for that logo that says a heart, the, only, the next color would be the NBA logo at the bottom right or bottom left of it, like every other jersey has. It says my size of the jersey, which I don't like, by the way. I don't like that it says the size. Also, I love that there's a hanger for each of the jerseys, even though they're very clearly not actual pictures of each jersey. <laughs> if you look closer, these hangers are on a hook, each single <laughs> one of them. <laughs> very realistic. Very realistic. All right. All right, sir. We're at the end of the episode. We're running good on time. Wins and losses. I have two okay. wins, one loss, and we already mentioned my loss. I have two wins and like one and a half losses. Where do you want to start first? Um, I'll lead off with one of my losses because they both kind of suck. Okay. So my first loss is going to be um, Brad Lidge, former Philly, former Astro. Um Baseball fans will understand this a little bit, but the reason be- being um, in game, what was it, game six the other night when the Braves defeated the Astros, two baseballs were hit to right around the same spot that Brad Lidge allowed the Albert Pujols home run to be hit in 2004. That's still orbiting um, Jorge, yeah. yeah, Jorge Soler hit a ball into Pujols territory, and I think think it was was it Dansby Swanson hit the other one 
I think so. Two balls were hit in the Pujols land up there, like where the train <laughs> is. And Brad Lidge is not dead, but he rolled over in his grave. So that poor guy. He, I'm surprised he didn't trend on Twitter. Dude. He he had all redemption because he won a ring with the Phillies in 2008. So all his and he got he there. got to a World Series the following year too. They lost to the White Sox, but still, I don't think his Pujols' ball landed. I think scientists are still looking into it. Yeah, they're still looking for it. I think an alien might have gotten by now. The number Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> What's your second L? Second L is me. Um, hey, what happened? Anytime I do these $1 uh, first basket parlays, I always include Andrew Wiggins in them. And tonight I did not, and Andrew Wiggins scored the first <laughs> basket of that game. <laughs> I was texting my cousin because DraftKings had a boost where you get 25% profit boost on the first basket um, score. Uh-huh. I texted him. I was like, I'm not going to do it, but I was, I always pick Wiggins and I'm not going to do it tonight. I guarantee you he gets the first one. And he texts me. He texts me like, LOL, Rob, LOL, Rob. I'm like, what happened? He goes, Wiggins scored the first basket. <laughs> I'm oh, like, you scumbag. <laughs> That's hilarious. Unfortunately, <laughs> at your demise, but that's funny. Yeah, it's huh? okay. It is what it is. Uh, my L, uh, my car took an L so bad. After we just had an episode dedicated about car troubles, my, tar- my car has taken a poop. And it, as if you said it, my car has COVID. You're talking about your car, so I just took that and ran with it. <laughs> yeah, my car is has COVID and it's currently in Philadelphia. And I live in New Jersey sort of kind of getting repaired to see what kind it is, but uh, it's not looking good. So what I'm, was the, uh, I'm bombing a car uh, at the moment. What was the joke you made? Um, elevator, elevator buttons or something with all the lights that were lighting uh, up on the dashboard? Christmas tree lights. Christmas tree lights. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> at one point, I hit the brakes, the car stops as it was in drive. <laughs> I was just like, what is going on here? That's when I knew, like, and I was on my way to work. I was like, this isn't good. So not only did I lose money and tips and everything, lost my car, and I literally just put in $30 of gas. So that's just $30 of gas. So what was that, one gallon? (laughs) It felt like it, right? The way things are now. I bought oil. All for nothing. All for my car to just take a shit right there on 40 nastiness but i'm bumming a car so hopefully if all god willings i'll have a not a brand new car but i'll be going to the dealership era i strictly bought all my cars off the street i think it's time to as a grown-up now as a 30 year one year old man time to go and go dealership do it chevy cruiser (laughs) not on my list all right well my l's (laughs) now we're going to jump into the positive portion of this please Please do. Uh, my first W is going to be Jorge Soler, World Series MVP, two-time World Series champion now. He yeah. is somebody that came up in the Cubs organization, always struggled with strikeouts. Wow, was like a bench player, I'm pretty sure, on the 2016 Cubs team. Then he gets traded to um, Purgatory, basically, and he's in Kansas City for five years. Gets traded to the, uh, the Braves, misses time because he tests positive for COVID, I believe, comes back and wins World Series MVP. So 
Good, to fuck Good for him. And he hit a ball into space in game six. And then my other W, uh, Buster Posey, who has decided to call it a career, uh, uh, according to the Athletic. Yes. Um, Hall of Famer, two-time world or three-time World Series champion, MVP, Rookie of the Year, um, craziness. So good for him. Congratulations to him. One of the uh, like the standout players of the last ten years. Yeah. Shout out to Buster Posey, family man. Um, yeah. He's done all he can, and look at him. Yeah, I believe. Uh, yeah, the, uh, he was also on that 2017 um, Team USA World Baseball Classic team that won the uh, the gold or whatever, won the championship. Um, wow. He just had two children, I believe, a year ago. He's 34 years old, and I believe he's just going to focus on his family. He's also had issues with health, so good for him getting out when he can. Uh, enjoy your life. Must be nice to retire at 34. <laughs> Nice. Those are your two dubs? Yep. Alright. Uh, my two dubs. My first one is the 76ers we already touched on with the 4-0 run. Shut to me up. Of their homestand. And that City Edition night was epic. Epic, epic, epic. We already touched on it. Uh, my number two though. Baseball. Rob, I sent you uh, the video. Yep. Jock Peter. I saw the thumbnail. I know exactly what it is. <laughs> Jock Peterson at the parade or wherever it was. Uh, by the way, he declined his option and is now going to be a free agent. So he's going to get paid wherever he's going. Jock Peterson. Uh, God willing. Sorry, Kutch. Peace. Um, at the parade, he says, we are those motherfuckers. Beautiful. I love it. It reminds me of Chase Utley. We're all fucking champs. Yeah. Goosebumps, 2008. What a, what a Peterson. time it was. I believe Jack Peterson is the only player in baseball to go back-to-back this year because he won it last year with the, uh, with the Dodgers. And I don't know if there were any other former Dodgers on the roster for the Braves. So he went back-to-back. But last year, I think there was, right? Yeah, he was on the Dodgers last year, and he's on the Braves this year. So two I mean, straight I mean, championships the year, for him. The year before that, like whoever won before the Dodgers, and then the Dodgers. Uh, oh well, I'm sure there were guys that went back to back before, but uh, but he's the only year. repeat champion. Like he's the only like uh, reigning two time champion, I guess. Gotcha, gotcha. So good for him. Good for Jack Peterson. He's put together a good career. For sure. And so are you, sir. Out here with now two doggies, Hazel and Benny. Yeah. Uh, just make sure you find a, a nice corner of the bed to sleep on because they're going to just take over. I might end up sleeping in the dog bed. Probably more comfortable at that point. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rob, this has been fun. Another Friday episode. Check off the list. We didn't stop at 15. That's Two weeks in a row, we were able to bang out two episodes. And with the car trouble, look at that. Car troubles, all the stuff going on, getting a dog, all the things that went on today. So, it's been fun. willing to work around each other's schedule, that's for sure. Dude, it's mid, it's going to be mid November 2021. It's almost over. What a ride. We're already, we're already 16 episodes in. I remember, I still remember the night we started. The anxiety that happened on that night. <laughs> Yeah, that was a long episode. The anthology, as you call it. 
the anthology. <laughs> you got to start hot. I think at the end of the year, we should do a, I don't know, best of or something like that. Some kind of compilation. Yeah. I think we should do a compilation of our W's, our L's, and our top fives. In one of those episodes. And we should bring on guests. Yeah. The, the guests that we're on, like, granted, we only had two. Maybe Fireman Joe yeah. makes an appearance or just an Yeah, audio. I got to get him on. I, I got to get him on. Just get an audio of him. It's just a siren playing the entire time. <laughs> that or like just have a pre-recorded like audio like, hey guys, da, da, da. I have this, that, and this this week. That fucking roll. <laughs> yes, I agree. No, I disagree. Yeah, we got to get him on. Um, I have plenty of people that I would love to have on. Do, do baseball, have, football. Do we have redacted on? Do we get redacted on? I, we've been trying to get redacted on. He's not going to get on. Redacted texted me today. I mean, we got it. we got UFC coming up. He texted you about UFC and not me? This is crazy. No, he texted me about my dog. Uh, he found out, I guess. He found out through, uh, what you call it? He must have heard it. Snail mail. Barbecue. Snail mail. Because <laughs> he doesn't have social media, so he must have heard it somehow. Yeah, he, he was actually texting me about Benny. He's like, oh, congratulations on getting Benny. Oh, Jesus. That's how long it takes for him to get information. <laughs> He's not on Meta. <laughs> I think that would be the first social media that gets on. I don't do that Facebook, but I'll do Meta. I'm like, oh, okay, Meta, yeah, sure. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's not Facebook. That's it's not right. Twitter. It's not Instagram. It's Meta. I'm like, all right, all right, you do that. We're gonna get we're gonna get our redacted on the pod. We're not talking about the Australian 25 redacted. We're talking about a personal friend of ours redacted. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, all right, Rob. It's been fun. Any Real. last words before we uh, sign off? Um. No, uh, trust the podcast. Trust the podcast. 